56, oh wow. God, I couldn't do it. I was trying to sing and I couldn't do it. I can't do it. I heard it. You were dead on. We're episode 56. I'm with Will Hooper. My name is Asher Rogers. I realized we never say our names. And I've listened to a lot of podcasts and they always say their own names to tell people, the new listeners, who I am, who you are. Yeah, also people do, I think, in this kind of forum, like to say their names like a lot of people know them as, like, it kind of props yourself up as a That's like, right, Will. performer, That's celebrity right, Will. or host. Wouldn't it be weird if we keep saying each other's name after we finish sentences? And you, that's right, Will. And you say, of course, Asher. We just keep saying it. That would be interesting, Asher. Let's get our names out there. I'm Asher. Uh, well, that's Will. I'm Will. That's Asher. <laughs> the, anyone listening to this is like our close, close friends. So uh, I guess you do. I guess they Move can, it along. I guess they can <laughs> tell our voices apart. Um, yeah, I've actually, a, a comment that I've heard repeatedly with different complaints attached to it each time, I'm sure. Um is that our voices are very different, and that is... That's a complaint? No, no, no. It's usually accompanied with a complaint about the show, but oh, okay, something okay. that I do hear like a lot. It's kind of a neutral loud. statement. It's not a compliment, really. Right, right. My voice is too loud often. Um, well, not volume. Just just the the character of our... Well, if you look, look at the board, I do keep my volume and my voice down lower because... And if you can see the tracks, dude, my voice is loud. Or it could also just be the mic. The mic might be hotter or whatever, but well, all you jerks, generally... All you jerks tell me I'm quiet all the time, so... Well, this means it's a combination of that my voice is louder than yours in the technical terms, mm-hmm. but also I think the mic is hot, so I keep the volume a little lower. Yeah, we do have different mics, too. Speaking of microphones, um, I was watching, before Will came over, I was watching a Stained documentary, the band Stained, and I'm, I'm getting, I'm just on this kick, I'm loving... I'm loving band disputes. I, I mean, I guess I always have That's not new. Yeah, I guess I've always loved it. That's but lifetime. I just love looking into the shell of of that every band is not a band. Like there, My theory is there really is no bands. Like There's a group of people, and they're always fighting. They don't like each other. They're not friends, and it's never what it seemed. So I watched this whole doc of, of Stained, and it's just like the Metallica doc or any other doc where you realize like there's so many people involved in making an album that have nothing to do with the band, like suggesting lyric changes, suggesting all these things that... Anyone who loves any album is like, the band themselves is just like, yeah, you don't know that that song was also part written by this douchebag producer. Like, they don't love their own stuff the way the fans do, because the fans associate it with just this beautiful thing a band made. But re- in reality, it's not. It's them fighting this over the we- stupidest... Can bands be friends? I think it's possible. I think bands can't be a thing. I, I don't think... What I'm saying is, my theory is there really is no band. Like, there's no such thing as a band. There's never a group of people that get together and all have equal input. It's just... People fighting for things and people hating each other. Well, it takes us to Metallica. I mean, yeah, yeah, same thing. Well, I think this. I think bands that start like in their twenties, once everybody's been in some bands, is usually you're probably never going to be friends. Right, because like Radiohead went to high school. Yeah, yeah. Like Radiohead went to high school together. A lot of bands, or not a lot, but some go back. But even Radiohead, every band you could, you would, you could still say the same thing, which is the drummer has very little to do with writing. Usually, like on on most levels, you could also say that the two principal uh, contributors of Radiohead just put out a Radiohead album without album them. exactly with a drummer. That's what I mean. It, the successful bands, bands that stay together, are people that know their roles and go, "Oh, I'll just I'll be this thing. I'm not going to be mad yeah. that I'm not seen as this other thing." The smart people do that. They just stay in line and, and take their role as the basis for the drummer. Well, I think you and I would both maybe big pause. The, maybe, big pause. Yeah, huge pause. Sorry, guys. You and I could maybe debate whether or not the exception would be Metallica because we've seen them they're very like they like fight to be democratic in a lot of, like in a lot well, of Well, I guess that's that's my point is that 
you can either submit to knowing your role, which is I do this thing in the band and I'll just do that. Or you can be like what these self-important idiots do, which is they fight and fight for these tiny little things that no one ever noticed about a recording from 10 years ago. Play a little hit play well, real quick on this. First, I'm dog. sorry for bringing up Metallica. In no, fact, you're not. fellas, line up, march into the hole. You're buried. Burying Metallica. Metallica. And that that's that's overdue. Sorry to the okay, dumb guys, audience. This is uh, Aaron Lewis, the singer of Stain. This is them in the studio. Just have a listen to them talking about their, their current album that they're making, which is also in 2010. But anyways... It's been so long since I've seen a fucking good mosh pit at a fucking stand show. It's gonna fucking be ridiculous. Fucking complete and total fucking devastation. Where to go from that fucking intro to fucking gato, 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 as that being the fucking verse. Holy fucking shit. Okay, so it's that kind of thing. It's them <laughs> fighting over things where you're like, what are you talking about? Where to move an intro thing? And it's bands. And Okay, so Stained literally stops recording together because they're fighting so much during this documentary. And they have to record separately, which many bands do. They, they'll do their parts. They're never in the studio together. That's how much they hate each other. And guess what? No one gives a fuck about Stained, so why are they even doing this? Well, like, what's literally, what's the point? For money. But... They, I guess, so, yeah. so you've seen Well, this. then why fight? Just put out some bullshit. You've like, seen this entire thing. You can tell me if I'm right or not. He can't keep his eyes very open. Yeah, I can't tell is what kind he of drug really, he's really on. Fu- or is he just drunk? Is he just really drunk? Well, right? yeah, he kind of reminds me of many friends that are, have wine drunk eyes and smoke cigarettes constantly because he is smoking cigarettes constantly while recording vocals. Um, they don't show him drinking wine, but he's got this like a drunk eye. This isn't true of everyone. But for most people... It looks like Mike. You don't get that hyped up about your own stuff unless you're a little inebriated or unless you're a lot of also I don't know if you guys caught that but he said like I haven't seen a good mosh pit in blank long at a stain at a stain show but what the fuck does that have to do he's in a studio recording music what the fuck does that have to do with the song you're writing unless you're writing a song about missing mosh pits but it like to go like Oh, I'm so annoyed. I haven't seen a mosh pit in so long. Is you have nothing to do with music. You have nothing to do with music if that's what you're thinking about. Well, we, we you and I know that he's now he's a country. Star. He's gone country, and that's yeah. actually happening during the during the this documentary. He's putting out his first solo album, and so they start kind of fighting over. He's leaving to go with this country star. It's humiliating. It's so sad. Um, and Adam Soblu brought up another quite sad fake band, AWOL Nation. Oh, yeah. And uh, they had that one song or whatever, and I didn't even really look We've into We brought them. it up before. It's We've made fun of them, that song, but I just mean, I never thought about whom that was. And Adam sent me a live video of them, which is the next thing to pull up real quick. Adam sent a live video of them, and I was like, oh, I guess this isn't even a band. This is just a guy. Kind of off time already, guys. Okay, so this, I have a theory about this, this song, this sale song. Mm-hmm. Listen to how bad this sounds. This is like a hard version of the Enya song, Sail Away. Ready? Sail! <laughs> Listen to how they have to play this. It's an electric song and they're having to play it as a band, so it's so boring and weird. Oh, he can't sing, can he? Oh, get ready to hear his voice. His fake, scratchy voice. This is how I show my love. Jesus. Okay, one yeah. thing one Woo. thing one thing we talk a lot about is when when people write and we know this from from bands and stuff. If you write very very 
technical parts, you're writing like something stressful you're going to have to do repeatedly. Right. Playing this song yeah, yeah, live yeah. or whatever. Or you same, same thing for singing. If you, sure, if you want to like Whitney Houston talent show a part, you can do that, but you got to do that every time. Yeah. You, play, even you sign if, a contract that you're going to do for the rest like of your a, life if it's a hit song. Even if you're just in a flat mood one night and just have no feeling about the show at all, you still have to do it. Yeah. So this guy wrote this hit uh, that sucks, but he cannot cash the check he's written vocally. Nope. And at least not without. Or he's the, gonna die trying. Not without the vocal effects, because I actually after listening to this, I went back to the real song and I was like, oh yeah, okay, so there's tons of effects on it. Like I don't know why they're trying to do this live version of this like this because it doesn't it doesn't sound good at all, and you can't do it. But yeah, that also led why me is this looking, why is this pretty boy trying to sing like a biker? His name is Aaron Bruno, and I and I looked into him last night um, again trying to solve the the mystery of what is AWOL Nation. And uh, there is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen past members of this band. How? Quotation mark, How? This is all, I, I, I was gonna members. say. I was gonna say. It's I bet it's band. like one person. No, it's, it's like Daft Punk. It literally, it's is gotta the, be like. Look at the timeline. It's one guy, Aaron Bruno, the whole time who's the singer. He's. It's. It's just what I mean. There's no bands. There's just people who are like this guy who's just like gonna keep pushing until they get something, um, and then there's you know, Blink One Eighty Two. There's. I mean. There's. That's all there is. I there's bet. no music music is not real so this guy got this guy got let in because of uh imagine dragons well actually imagine I, again i i don't know i, they paved, I unfortunately they know paved, they paved the way in this guy no i unfortunately right know uh too much about this guy now because he paved the way for imagine dragons not the other way around oh. he was before them and does he, he have another does he have, credited does he have another another previous a song prior to this well i looked him up and he's like oh he's been doing this for a decade i didn't realize that yeah so was... i mean does he if he paved the way for imagine dragons does he, he had other again? singles and stuff and yeah there was something about how he yeah he he they were like a rip-off version of him i was like well that's i guess that that tracks because they're both horrible they um, i've always kind of I, i've heard the name but i've always kind of missed it because uh because it just sounds like Live Nation, the like ticket, right, right. ticketing, whatever. And here's the thing: I'm not saying you can't be a solo guy who hires people to do stuff, but if you are that, then you have to be good at it. Because this guy can't sing for shit and can't do anything, so it's like, well, then why are you the one guy who's still in this band? Yeah, well, you don't. We'll do hire anything. a guy that can sing the song and sound just like the recording. He should be the manager. You're the longest <laughs> lasting member. You're the manager. You're the you're the Lou Pearl. You hire a guy, yeah, hire a guy who can fucking sing at least. Jesus, you Christ know, you know what I mean though. You you can punch it in here. This. AWOL Nation song Sail is mm-hmm. like an aggressive version of the Inya song Sail Away. Yeah, yeah. I guess we'll we'll plug it and see how, how similar it sounds. Let the audience judge. And we won't have heard it because it already happened right now. Um, we won't have heard it. Speaking of on. sailing, why oh, don't we in, sail right up to the island? In watching, well, before we do that, I want to finish this about bands because oh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. You just shot my transition in. The I did. Face. Well, we, we're not transitioning yet, Will. This is an early. This is an early part of the show. Cool. I just want to say this. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll transition, but then we'll come. No, we're not coming back. I want to <laughs> no, say this. After watching these docs, uh, and I watched the corn doc, I, I'm watching a lot of bad band docs. One thing I realized is like that fans of bands, the things that actually fuel bands continuing on, like literally by by merch, the kind of people that wear shirts and like buy, go to concerts, that is what TikTok is. When you see all the freaks on TikTok, and you go, "Who are these? Where do these people come from?" They were always there. They were just the fans of things. You didn't see them because they were there looking at stuff. Now we get to see the fans. 
like what what that kind of mindset is which is a psycho like a, a, a loose cannon who's willing to buy merch and do crazy and eat like see i feel like bang i feel like our, I feel like, our cannons. I feel like our dumb dumb fans would buy merchandise because they they're brainless so they'll, they'll buy anything that we sell so maybe we should uh we're, well, we're asking for money. Your maybe proof we, of that is we're that asking for so much money. Maybe well, we should start. Uh, I was gonna say there's throwing, no proof throwing of that. crap at them. They're dumb sheep, and they'll just eat it up. I would say there's no proof of that because we have probably 33 listeners. Um, we're making 33 hoodies. That brings me to my next point, actually. Is and maybe this will be the Instagram video, but it's so strange that that so many people on Instagram don't know that this is a podcast they i don't know what they think it is but they'll be like that's a funny clip or something but they'll and i'll be like oh it's our podcast and they go, you have a podcast and go like you see this all the time you like this all the time you like the videos i post all the time that says it's a podcast and yet there's no connection well the only people stupider than our audience is uh our, our audience on instagram? on instagram that doesn't even listen to the podcast well i just i just think it's funny that no one respects me <laughs> or, or no, i think that's no. funny too well for the record it is funny but no it's funny like someone i, I won't say who someone uh like last last weekend came up to me and was like uh i love something you do oh, i love your instagram and stuff and then they're like what else do you do or something something about our podcast came up and they go oh you do a podcast and i was like we were just talking about the clips of our podcast like what are these clips of, if not a podcast? We do a lot of work for 15 second, 15 to 60 second. I guess we just have to keep snippets. saying, this is a podcast. This is a podcast. Or we quit doing the podcast and we only release one minute clips. Because those get more views. Uh, I would say this. We, we become a clip if we can, Yeah, because yeah, very few people are going to follow through and realize there's it's a, it's a void. There's no episode there. Um, or but, that's the vote. They, they're making their vote known. They're saying, we know you have a podcast, and we just don't want to listen. That could be the vo- a silent vote. Maybe so. But also, if we if we shifted to one minute, we could release one every day. We could also make sure that it was, <laughs> it was a good minute. We could make sure... One that good was, minute? That's yeah. what it's called. It's like one hot minute. It's one good minute. Yeah, we'll do that next time. Uh, okay, now we can get to your island segment. Well, it's our island segment. I didn't segment, forget. But okay. Well, you, you can go first. You Or I, can go, I don't give a shit. But... Uh, we did get a. Neither of us are going first. We got a fan submission. Yeah. Oh, so this is so we're doing three today. We're doing three today. Awesome. Uh, our first island submission, and you guys know the island game. I'm not going to fucking keep explaining it. We all have islands. These are the choices you have to take with you on your island. I will update that I on my list. I've added an asterisk next to Stephen Collins. Yeah, we're going to figure out how to deal with these fucking pedos. We, We've we got some options. Maybe not even today, but we're going to figure out how to deal with them. Yeah. But so today for the island segment, we have a, a, a dear friend of the show, Hal Dame, submitted his own. Uh, Love two it. to go onto the island, Love and uh, these two men are—they maybe deserve to be on islands um, or enjoy islands or something. Uh, it's Shaggy and Sting. Oh, this is. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'll take no time. And I mean, we could go on a long time about explaining uh, or talking about that Shaggy and Sting doing a doing combo albums is insane. Everyone knows it's fucking insane. Hal sent a—we don't have to watch it—but Hal sent a, a video of it. Apparently, they're doing a whole Frank Sinatra cover album, reggae style, and it's called Come Fly With Come, Come Fly, Come Fly With Me. It's Jamaican. The new album that has Shaggy singing the Frank Sinatra songbook, reggae style. Our often sing sat down with the legends at Caesar's Palace in Las Vegas. And just so you know, by the way, uh, this is my show. Yeah, this looks like your show right now. Come fly with me. I'm not trying. I'm reading the text. I'm not trying to do an accent. The text is spelled like that. Okay, pause this shit. So they're doing like a Vegas show that is a Frank Sinatra done in reggae, 
We're going to Vegas. We got to go to Vegas. So anyways, that's what they're doing right now. We, we just kind of drifted from the island. But we're back on the island. Who are you taking? <laughs> so you were taking Sting early I, on. Yeah, I love Sting. Well, I think, well, well. again, I always try to qualify. Here's what I'm going to say. There are things about Sting that I can here's leave Here's what I'm going to say that you're going to be... If you're, if you're looking... If we're talking about Princess Syndrome, you got Sting on the island. You think he's going to be doing any work? I, w- I wouldn't like for him to do work. Dude, he's, Sting he's, is going to order, order you around, and he's going to be grumpy and want tea. No, but I think at this point... Sting's uh, going to order you around. I've got a... I've, I still like my choices, but I, I've got a couple goons among the... the well, don't worry about the goons. Worry about who we're choosing. I know, but I would like... I would like... I would like... Uh, I would like a Sting. strong elder statesman, and I think Sting would be a good older voice of reason. Dr. Phil wouldn't act like the oldest person around. Nobody wants that. Like, Sting has yeah. power over Dr. Phil. So... Sting is the new, like, he's my ruler in place. He's my puppet ruler. Okay. I'm choosing, I think I'm choosing Shaggy, and not because I like Shaggy, because I think Shaggy might have had, I don't know his life story, but I bet he's had a harder life than Sting. And so he might be down to work harder. I feel like Sting's at a point in his career where he's going to go, I'm not doing shit on this island. And I don't need any loose, like, I don't need that kind of attitude. Yeah, but I I don't need Sting's help. Sting's kind of more of a a figurehead. It's It's a mouth to feed. You gotta feed Sting fish. He's gonna go. I want ceviche or whatever. He's gonna. Well, well, guess what? There is justice on my island, and Sting's talk to big island game, as we've discussed in the past. Uh, he's a reggae man. Time to prove it, Sting. You're on your own. You gotta fend <laughs> That's for what yourself. I mean. Like they both talk of islands, but but Shaggy's from Jamaica, whereas Sting is from England. So I think Shaggy might be more acclimated to deal with the island You're, than you, Sting. You have a more helpful selection. Yeah, yeah. But I think that uh, personality-wise, it's gonna. Suck. I think there's a lot of value in the Sting choice. Okay, well, okay. What's your? Okay, I'm, I'm, we got our choices. What's yours? Get, island segment keeps going on a long time. Let's get through. Through it. Okay. Who's your choices? Well, I, I've got one that are one that are humans and two that are characters that are on par with each other. Let's say. Okay. Well, just do choose one. On We're gonna have multiple episodes, so just choose that's one. That's true. Of these we'll pairs. go over this one. So, I will say this one. It's more interesting the longer you think about it. Okay. You think it's a layup at first because one of these people our show us collectively we classically kind of lean towards enjoying and one person we totally hate but this is pretty iconic i guess on in terms of the show mm-hmm. johnny depp mm-hmm. or jared leto oh come on dude you think there's any chance i'm taking pa- leto pause just just answer slowly oh there's no slowness to me leto? because because of course if you select depp you know who's coming to town. You know what character he's gonna be in when he gets to. The, <laughs> you know who you're oh, actually getting. In, you're not getting Johnny Depp. in pirates mode. You're getting Captain Jack, my friend. Yeah, I would much rather deal with Ca- with a character of Johnny Depp's than the real life Jared Leto or any character of Jared Leto's ever. Jared Leto, I would, I would kill him. Well, he w- I would kill him. I was explaining this to Adam last night because I told him I think I'm gonna, I hit him with a coconut. I told Adam ahead of time that I think I'm gonna do this one, and I told him part of it is. It's possible that Jared Leto, overall, has been in better movies than Johnny Depp. That's gonna get some. He, heat he from has people. stepped into good movies. He's not he's, good. He's stumbled his way. Into yeah, like, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. not good. So I don't give a. Sh- there's nothing. That's that's him being at the right place at the right time. I think that Depp at this point, he's you would nothing. not be hanging out with a cool guy. You would be getting ninety nine percent. Bullshit. It's the lesser of two evils. I'll keep. I'll give Johnny rum. Keep him drunk on the island. Let him pretend he's Captain Jack. I am not dealing with Jared Leto's. Also, prima donna bullshit. Like that's Jared. Yeah, he, Jared Leto's gonna want you to suck his dick literally. 
He's going to be like, I can't get up until someone this hooks up is, with me. This is my... I can't wake up today until I hook up with someone. Well, then I can always throw him in the cage with Stephen Collins. There's someone to hook up with. They kind of look alike. They could play father and son. Have a great time. In their own play that they're Except putting on. Jared Leto is like 50. But he looks 30. That's why he gets boned every day. No, fuck it. I'm taking Someone death. bones his ass. I'm taking death. <laughs> <laughs> Smart. Okay. Um, what you got? This might be controversial, but... I'm yeah, br- you. a lot of yours are. I'm bringing the roses. It's a bed of roses where we're going. It's Rosie O'Donnell to Roseanne Barr. Make oh, your choice. Oh, this is easy. This easy? Is easy yeah. Really? How are you going to choose between your two favorite comedians? Rosie O'Donnell, as you like to say. Rosie McDonald. Uh, is it O'Donnell? We, we, I know, but which one is it? It's O'Donnell. Okay, Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie, o- Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie O'Donnell. Okay, so let's let's make the choices quick. If you if you can choose between your two favorite comedians, I already oh, said Rosie, the joke, I'm saying it again. Rosie O'Donnell. For, Interesting. For real... Uh, for liberal reasons, you'd say. Um, but I want some. That's funny not much. Stick. That's not much of a factor. It's more that. What is it? Then? I think one is a more enjoyable presence than the other. Roseanne Barr might be pretty funny. She might be. At the end of the world, she scenario, may have some good island. Yeah, some good she island might make gallows me chuckle. humor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or at least be willing to talk about the things we're not all willing to talk about. Because I'm trying. To she remember. would be okay. Rosie Rosie O'Donnell would be a more pleasant. Uh, personality to have on the island. I don't know. I think Roseanne would be stirring shit up. But, well, see, I think Roseanne would be the one we talked about having Taz on the island. There you go. That's true. I guess they both stir the pots, but in different ways. I feel like Rosie O'Donnell is going to start serious combos, and Ro- Roseanne Barr is going to start insane You got combos. Again, you got to remember You got to remember your crew. So I'm already forgetting. So No, I'm definitely taking Roseanne Barr, dude. So you think Roseanne... Barr is coming with me. You think on your island that Roseanne and Dennis Rodman and Nick Cannon... Aren't turning into the bad crew. Oh, and I am ready to watch. I'm ready to watch the tribe go wild. You better have John Cena on high alert as your security dog. I mean, the way I see it, my island is like, yeah, you have to deal with these people, but also if you if you build it correctly, you can just watch the chaos. Well, we have ta- we have thrones. <laughs> you and I have yeah, thrones. Yeah, or caves. We hide in the caves and we watch what happens on our lost islands. Well, I have a throne on mine. We'll see. That seems. And we'll discuss the fate. Of, made up. We'll discuss the fate of Stephen Collins next time. I believe. Okay, so we got our three island. Uh, th- this island, they're getting filled very quickly. Yeah. So uh, this segment might not last. I mean, maybe it'll just go till episode 60 or something. And we'll, and we'll, well to, I have a feeling much like Musical Island, we'll the people the on this island will end up burning it down. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, probably, it, not be- <laughs> probably not before we kill off Stephen Collins. It can't last or at least torture too him for a long, time. long. Well, so we got Sting. We both. I got Johnny Depp. You have Shaggy. Mm-hmm. I have Sting. You have Johnny Or Sorry. You have Shaggy, I have Sting. We both have Johnny Depp. You have Roseanne Barr, mm-hmm. and I have Rosie O'Donnell. These are Busy interesting day. islands. Busy no one day. can say that they're not interesting. Um, been watching a lot of that show alone. You watch any of that shit? I've seen bits of it, but I, I know that it's evolved where it's not as... like It used to be really open-ended where everyone's dropped yeah, off. Yeah, now there's like a, a set time that it's supposed to go or something. But it's still the same so thing. So less contestants people are, truly, are killing themselves. Yeah, but it's still the same thing where people are absolutely alone. They have to film themselves. They're, there's no camera crew there. They have to set up all the shots. That's all I keep thinking when I, when I watch it is like, they have to set up the shot before they chop the wood. That sucks. That's so much work to have to, to do that. Do you think they get any like... Uh, they get training. I like, watched. I watched the the I first. I was gonna say like the first like uh, directorial. Yeah, the first residuals. The first ep. I think they of one film of the seasons. so much of the episode. Do you think they get different residuals? No, they show that. They show that like the first, the beginning of like episode one. Yeah, is I know. But what, but what the show is is they're shooting most of the show. Do you think they get 
compensated. Secret. Oh, 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 like are there cameras? Like, no, I've wondered that. Like, do are, do sign, you get, sign away are you part of a union yeah. because you filmed yourself? So you did all the camera for a full season. Yeah, I wonder. The entire well, show is the work of the contestants. I'm sure they. No, I'm sure it's the opposite. I'm sure they get free labor. The the company's getting free labor by getting the contestants to do this, and it's part of the. It's a loophole bullshit way that they don't have to pay cameramen. That's, that's the prize money. What they would have. Yeah, paid, yeah, yeah. What well, you would have made filming a whole season of this, but um. But watching it, I love it because, I, I mean, I love to watch um, people build forts and shit. When I was a kid, I used to love, I mean, I, probably every kid loves that shit. But I definitely took it to the extreme, and after reading some book when I was a kid, maybe it was Hawk Mountain, or one of those kind of kid books of, like, building forts and shit. Uh-huh. I read some book, and I ran away from Hatchet. home. Hatchet. Hatchet. It was Hatchet. Hatchet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I read this book, and I ran away from my home when I was a kid because I thought... I can do this. I thought it would be tight. I think we've talked about Hatchet on... We've talked about... We've we talked have about talked this about Hatchet, with but I every didn't, time your runaway story comes up. But, that, but I don't think the runaway stories come up on here. Oh, yeah. I, no, it is not. I believe so. Well, not... No, 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 it's not. We've talked about Hatchet, for Be- sure. Because of the runaway story. Mm, never came up on here. Wasn't another reason to talk about Hatchet. We can talk about... Uh, we can talk about whether we have or not for as long as we want. But well, no. well, there was a sequel to Hatchet called The River. And, the and it was about the family who were like mourning the loss of their dead son, because that's what would really happen if your kid runs away. And well, as we know, the kid does survive. Um, but in the river, two FBI agents come and ask the kid to take them. I think we have talked about this on the podcast. I don't know what you're talking about. These these two FBI agents come to the, to the kid and ask them to like take him out in the woods and like sh- teach them, like show him how he survived and stuff. That's and badass. I think that their plane crashes too, or they're like stuck out there. Again, so they have to do it for real. This is, is badass. However, I want to read that one too. Also, in the Hatchet movie, the kid was played by the uh, orange-haired younger brother. I, I, speci- I specifically say orange because it was orange. Orange-haired younger brother in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. The neighbor brothers. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. He played the main character, so the huh. whole time it was so silly to me. Yeah, it didn't fit the right way. Not, uh, not how you saw the lead guy. But anyway, so when I was a kid, I did run away from home thinking I could live in the forest for one year and that I could come back out of that and that my family would be like applauding and be like, this is amazing, he did it. I had, I didn't have the, co- <laughs> I truly didn't have the mental capacity, probably because I was homeschooled and just didn't know. I didn't understand that it was going to be a, a traumatic, big problem, which it was <clears throat> for obviously many years and also set me on a course of, or more my family, reinforced forcing to me that like that that's kind of my mode is I, I'll run away when things get stressed out when and I couldn't get them to believe or understand that I just thought it was interesting like I was not stressed out I thought it'd be fun to live in the forest because I read a book but at the time like they weren't they wouldn't take that as an answer so I had to just be like yeah I'm, uh, I'm unhappy or stressed or like I just had to say these things that I didn't because they would not accept me just saying I just did it have you ever talked to them about that since I don't think so I mean we're not we've well Paul Melissa listen up I mean, no, I think I think I, I have, but I, I, st- I think that for them it was so traumatic that their kid ran away that like they just for it they just was what it was. No matter what the reason was to them, it was like our kid could have been killed, molested, whatever. Right. Um, and I did go to a McDonald's and buy chicken McNuggets when I was when I was run away for two hours. And then that was Target. part of my forced survival. Well, you, got, you got busted at Target. I got busted after buying a flashlight at Target because uh, my the tire of my bike popped and then I turned around and a cop was like, Whoop! I was like, shit. Um, but I, I just, I didn't, yeah, I did not have the mental capacity to realize that this would be a big problem, but it was a very big problem. And my family didn't, basically they didn't trust me for many years. Like they would think we don't want him to do certain things. I remember when I was a little kid or whatever, somewhere around that same age, wanting to be like an actor or whatever, being like, can I pursue this? And then being like, we don't want you to, because we don't, when you get stressed, you, something bad's going to happen. And we'd be like, oh, okay. Uh, but like. That was just for fun. I was just trying to have fun. Fast forward to like 12 years later, 
15 years later walking off stage two songs into a well, show. Well, what I was going to say is I wonder if them telling me that my whole life built the complex in me that I will do that. Because I do often be like, I'm bouncing from shit. But like, I wonder if that comes from them telling me that that is my modus operandi when I really was never like that as a, as a kid. Well, what's interesting about that... So I blame you, Mom and Dad. It's also interesting. You've made me this way. <laughs> and I want money. That set the tone for... A handful of failed runaways. That's what I mean. Like I do. Like, it, that that did thereafter become my like. Oh, if you're not gonna let me do this, then I'm gonna fucking run away. But it's like it's only because I was. Well, I don't know. It's all it's all conjecture. It's all random. But I do wonder that. I do wonder if I hadn't done that dumbass thing, or if I was able to explain to them at the time that like I'm not upset with you guys, or I didn't want to leave my family. I just thought it would be tight to live in the forest for a year. <laughs> I also thought that I could live in the jungle for one year naked and come out and be stronger. Again, I'm telling you, my mind was not year, formed. My, my mind was not formed as a kid, so like I shouldn't have been. Um, oh, but also, you know the laws of like uh, of. I didn't know. Okay, here's what I mean. I didn't like, know pedophiles existed. Is what I'm saying. I would, my brain was so naive. I didn't know bad people existed. Like, of course, I was, you know, you know that theoretical kidnappers exist. I don't know if I knew that. I'm telling you, we were so homeschooled and isolated. I did not know it was dangerous. Shouldn't have that. That's what I mean. I did not know it was dangerous for me to be alone in the woods or in a city at night. I had no clue that there was danger. Other than like animals, I was like, I got to have my knife ready for an animal. But I was I was so stupid and isolated. Um, and that's what happens to you homeschool kids, okay? Put them in private school. Let them get molested young. Well, I was around a lot no of women. laughs there. <laughs> From who, our audience? <laughs> no, I could sense no one's going to laugh right there. But you know it was funny. You know it was funny. Well, I think you will you know what you need to plug in there. Oh, we have some slap. It's been a while. Okay. It's been a while since I could. Ho, 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 ho. The perfect amount of time to leave and come back. Right. 30, we're at 30 minutes. It's been a great episode. Episode 56. What is there anything else on our minds and our hearts? Uh, I had I had notes, but nothing that was... Oh, yeah. Important. I'm not moving to Hawaii. I've had multiple people say, were you really moving to Hawaii? And go like, are you my fucking friend? Yeah, you would know if I was moving to Hawaii. So, no, I'm not moving to Hawaii. Although, if you guys know any jobs there, send know. them my way. I don't know. People, people don't do... Like, some people do uh, a mutual friend of ours. If I was moving to Hawaii... Jumped on Instagram and said, hey, I haven't been on here in like six years. But just to let everyone know, like, I'm moving to L.A. Yeah, but if, if I was moving to Hawaii, Some people do that, you'd but, know. but few people, I'd make a big thing out of few it. Few people do that. Though. Yeah, you would. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, people like that know I wouldn't you, people hide. That know you. Yeah. That I, would, I would definitely be promoting, look at me, I'm doing something special. So you'll know if I'm doing something special, guys. I'll tell you when I'm moving. Um, I am moving out of this apartment, but that, that part is real. That, I, <laughs> that the lease has not been renewed, and, and I have to find somewhere to live or squat with Will until one of us kills Come on the other home, one Daddy. Um... So if you guys know any apartments in New York, or you got any free uh, house sitting gigs, if you have free cars to give us that we could drive house, around, any and, any New York house sitting gigs, hit us up at email is Asher. This world blows podcast at gmail.com. Nailed it. I finally nailed it. That was Will Hooper and Asher Rogers, and that was Asher Rogers saying my name, which is Will <laughs> Hooper, and his, which is Asher Rogers. Episode fifty-six. We're hoping we get Adam. We're hoping we get Hal. We're hoping we get Ben. We're gonna bring all the homies back. Right. Also, Rocky Nez, who we promised would be at the beginning of the season, which has still not occurred. But We're working on it. We need we need some tech. We got we we need some work to do. Yeah, yeah. We're also doing a lot of projects, guys. Be on the lookout do. for our very incredible projects that will come your way soon. A lot of things to sell you. Our merchandise. You did say once that uh, the next uh, sacred number was going to be episode 60. Okay. 
So yeah. we got that coming up. So, so guys, then, don't check in until then. Skip the next four episodes. Jump back in on episode sixty. Yeah, just bring your bring your sinful ears for the next uh, three or so episodes. Okay. Until then, if we forgot anything, hit us up at the Gmail. Remind us of our we're, sins. We're botching the landing. We gotta get out of here. Yeah, it's done. Okay, fifty-six. Bye Goodbye. now. Malikalikimaka is a thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land where palm trees sway. Here we know that Christmas.